0: What a night it's been already. Jason Kenney has announced that he's resigning as uh, Premier of Alberta and as head of the United Conservative Party. It came after a leadership review. Uh, It was a close vote, far too close uh, for his comfort. Let's listen to how it was announced a little earlier in Calgary. I can advise that there were 34,298 votes cast there were 17,638 yes votes and 16,660 no votes. These numbers represent 51.4% yes and 48%, forty-eight 48.6% no. Well, too close for comfort. Um, Kenny had said earlier that even on a close vote, he might be tempted to, to stay in power, to stay as both Premier and as a party leader. But uh, it turns out that was just too close. Uh, He took to the podium soon after, and uh, this is what he had to say.
1: While 51% of the vote passes the constitutional threshold of a majority, it clearly is not adequate support to continue on as leader. And that is why tonight I have informed the president of the party of my intention to step down as leader of the United Conservative Party. I'm sorry, but friends, I truly believe that we need to move forward united. We need to put the past behind us. And our members, a large number of our members, have asked for an opportunity to clear the air through a leadership election.
0: So there you have it. Um, Jason Kenney's been in politics a very long time. He's, if anything, always been an astute politician and obviously realized that uh, those numbers simply weren't enough. Uh, to allow him to stay, uh, considering, and he went on to mention later, the divisiveness within the party over the past few years. Uh, So it brings to an end uh, what has been a upstoried political career. It may not be over yet, uh, but certainly a short time uh, in provincial politics, or at least as Alberta Premier, just three years. Surprised, perhaps, uh, the writing perhaps was on the wall. It, It was hard to tell going in. I think certainly Jason Kenney was convinced he might get more than a simple 51%. Well, joining me now is Dave Breckenridge. He's the managing editor at uh, the Edmonton Journal, Edmonton Sun, and uh, the host of the 10th Free broadca- podcast. Um, we've torn him away from the hockey game to, to speak to us tonight about uh, the other big news coming out of Alberta tonight. It's all coming out of Alberta tonight. Dave, this was, um, how surprising was this? I, I, you know, I, I was very
1: surprised. I I didn't expect that Jason Kenny would get resounding support from the UCP membership um i i figured that maybe it would be as low as as maybe 60% i i was really surprised that it was as close to 50% as close to having negative support if you if you will right to to have a minority of support in the party and it, you know i know earlier in the lead up to all this he he had been talking about all he needs for a win is is fifty percent plus one vote as if it were a referendum um or something you know or yeah. uh it's like debating whether the a, a province can leave the country, but I know we had talked about that heading into it, but I think deep down even he knew that a tally as low as he got was not enough support to continue on as leader. And probably would have led to more division within the party had he stuck around. So probably for the best interests of his party, party that he helped create, it was probably the right thing for him to do to step down, given that he, you know the just the support wasn't there. And and for people who have followed Alberta politics previously, it's well below what you know Ed Stelmach received when when he his leadership review before he stepped down Allison Redford same thing and it's even less than what Ralph Klein had way back in 2005 and Ralph Klein was seen as a very popular premier but even he didn't have enough to uh, support of of the members to to hang on to his own leadership so I think for Jason Kenney surprising that it was that low but not surprising he made the decision that he did to announce his resignation as leader.
0: Yeah, as soon as they announced 51.4% on the yes side, I think any outside observer thought that just isn't enough to hang on uh, as premier or leader of the party. Uh, Were you surprised by the results though? I mean, we knew that there was anger out there. We knew after they'd been shifted from an in-person vote uh, five, six weeks ago to this mail-in vote uh, that maybe, just maybe he had uh, done enough. And over the last you know, six weeks. He's certainly been out there and very positive. Uh, were you surprised about just how close it was? In a way, yeah. I mean,
1: it's it it's always hard to tell with party party contests compared to the the population as a whole in, in terms of where support really lies. But over the last little bit, you're right. Jason Kenney has been out there. He's been trying to make, you know, big announcements about how, you know, how good things are going in the province right now. We've ended all of our COVID restrictions, or most of them anyway, that were a big sticking point for members. We're starting to see some positive economic signs. So he was really out there and other members of his his cabinet who are seen as Kenny loyalists were out there really trying to sell this idea that things are good right now and probably hoping that that might sway some people uh, to to vote that yes, we support our leader. But I, so in a way, I am surprised is is that this is a guy who's got a, a history of really strong campaigning, uh, both at the federal and, and at the provincial level, um, and strong organizing and, and really has kind of worked hard to portray a, a positive image. But at the end of the day, right, the, the party membership are not happy with where things are at. And I think It almost has more to do with judging him for how unpopular the party is under his leadership with a broad base of Albertans as opposed to what they think about him in terms of one policy or another.
0: Yeah, I mean, for listeners outside of Alberta who've watched this sort of in and out, seen Jason Kenney, uh, you know, I mean, he's certainly been out there. He's certainly been a prominent uh, premier, Uh, his attacks on Ottawa, of course, par for the course. But where did it all go wrong for Jason Kenney? Because it started off quite positively, uh, but it seemed to go downhill pretty quick. Yeah, I mean,
1: with his his popularity with with voters in Alberta in general, I think he didn't have as long a honeymoon as, as some premiers have after they were elected he got elected and then it, his popularity dipped a bit a little sooner than i, I think some people would have expected when he looked at at public opinion polls but the covid19 pandemic has really done a number on him from both sides of the political spectrum you have people who feel that um he didn't do enough to stop the spread of covid19 uh early on he you know he he had cabinet ministers fighting with doctors in the drive, in their driveway. He, that he didn't do enough to, to make Alberta safer for people during the COVID-19 pandemic. And on the flip side, there's a whole swath of people within his party who feel that they went way too far that, you know, restrictions on restaurants and, and other businesses were, too harsh, and were too anti-business, and caused people to lose their jobs, and were anti—you know—went against the whole notion of freedom, uh, as a word we've heard a lot over the last couple of years. So he was really getting it from both sides through the last two years, and I think that that just sank his his support with the whole of the province, and and really there fomented this anger among his own party members specifically those who, who felt that COVID-19 wasn't as bad as people were making it out to be. And restrictions were very anti-business, which is something that he campaigned on being very pro-business.
0: I'm speaking with Dave Breckenridge, Managing Editor at the Edmonton Journal and Edmonton Sun and the host of the 10.3 podcast. We're talking about Jason Kenney. Uh, tonight, uh, the judgment was served by the membership of the United Conservative Party. Uh, they did uh, Favor him. Yeah, the yes side did win uh, in this case. Uh, the support for Jason Kenney was above fifty percent, but fifty one point four percent, just not enough. And Jason Kenney, shortly after, announced that he would be stepping down both as leader of the party and as premier of Alberta. It is a it's stunning. Turn of events politically, really. Rachel Notley tonight, uh, the opposition leader saying, I want to thank Jason Kenney for his public service. Uh, There are obviously many things about which we don't agree, but that doesn't negate the time and sacrifice that goes into taking on the role of premier. The work is never easy. The days are long and often difficult, as I'm sure today is. I wish Jason the best. I will have more to say to Albertans tomorrow. After this, we'll talk about what comes next. Don't go away. Talking about uh, Jason Kenney tonight. Jason Kenney has resigned. Uh, It was uh, the results of his leadership review, his United Conservative Party leadership review. The mail-in ballots all counted. Only 51%, 51 51.4% of his party uh, offered them his, uh, you know, a a vote of confidence. Uh, And of course, uh, nearly half said absolutely not. They wanted to move on. And upon reflection, even though he'd said that uh, he may be willing to live with a close vote, uh, clearly that one was too close. I'm speaking with Dave Breckenridge. He's the um, editor of the Edmonton Journal and the Edmonton Sun, the host of the 10.3 podcast as well about uh, what happened. And uh, I guess the big question now is what happens next? Uh, This is going to all unfold pretty quickly, I think, for at least an interim replacement. Then they have to find a new leader before an election next year.
1: Yeah, I mean, the timeline is pretty tight. I can't imagine any party really wants to be in the middle of a leadership race with the clock ticking down less than a year toward the next election. But that's the position that UCP members have put their party in. Um, And some may argue that that's the position Jason Kenney put the party in, but that's, so that's where they're at. So uh, the UCP caucus is set to have a caucus meeting Thursday. They could potentially have an interim leader in place by tomorrow. Um, Whoever wins the interim leadership cannot run for permanent leadership so that might exclude some MLAs who have designs on on taking over for Jason Kenny in the long term and, and leading the party into the next election and there are MLAs that whose names have been out there there's um Brian Jean, who came back to provincial politics with the sole purpose of ousting Jason Kenney, and, and uh, there's Doug Schweitzer, um, cabinet minister. Um, there are a handful of other names that are being tossed out, around out there. I know uh, former radio host Danielle Smith is, has a press conference scheduled for Thursday as well. She could easily announce her intentions to run for leader, but for the time being there'll be an interim leader chosen. That person will be uh, sworn in as premier, I believe. One interesting thing, and our, one of our legislature reporters just pointed this out on Twitter, is that mm-hmm. in his speech, Jason Kenney talked about um, the party members have asked for an opportunity to clear the air through a leadership election. So he announced he's stepping down as leader, and I don't necessarily think he's going to run again for the leadership. But he, the possibility he is there, and he could actually, you know, run a solid campaign and beat out a bunch of other contenders he has 51% support of the members of the party so
0: that would who be an interesting yeah, I mean, certainly he'd be the one. Would suspect that uh, that he might be the favorite if he went in right now, uh, <laughs> with, with the with the fifty one percent. Interestingly enough, Brian Jean just tweeted. I want to thank Jason Kenny for his quarter century of public service for Albertans and Canadians. As I've said for several weeks now, no one understands political traditions and conventions more than Jason Kenny, and I want to thank him for his decent and honorable concession. So Brian Jean basically saying thanks for your quarter century of public service, which would suggest Brian Jean doesn't think he's running again. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, yeah, it'll. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, you mentioned some of the favorites. I mean, where does this leave Rachel Notley and the NDP uh, going into that, this election a year from now?
1: Well, I know a lot of people thought that she would be happier to be facing Jason Kenney next May than another possible leader because Jason Kenney is is so unpopular with Albertans right now. It would appear to be an easy victory. The same can hold true for the UCP in general. Like you, You may get... A leader who's popular with the ucp base but who may not appeal to mainstream alberta voters it's really hard to say there there are some leaders who poll better than jason kenney was polling against rachel notley and there are, we don't we don't know what the leadership race is going to look like and so the question is is it going to be a short leadership race to give the the new leader more time to get in front of voters and spend time in the legislature and, and really become the public face of the party. And does that do the party um, good in terms of, in terms of its electoral chances, or will they have maybe a little longer of a leadership race to give contestants a chance to really debate the future of the party? I think that's the, the UCP has been so intertwined with Jason Kenney and Jason Kenney's political, Philosophy and what Jason Kenny has wanted to do—that maybe the party needs to put a fresh spin on it, and so maybe they need a, a little bit longer a leadership race to cement that that vision heading into the next election.
0: And I guess in their case, hoping to build up some momentum and carry that right through the election. Um, some final thoughts just about about Jason Kenny's three years as premier. How would you sum it up?
1: Well. I mean, like a lot of like a lot of premiers and and politicians in in Canada, I I feel like they were really thrown for a loop by COVID-19 and and some rose to the occasion and some really struggled in terms of how to handle the crisis, how to uh, appear compassionate and and also steadfast. And I think there were areas of the pandemic where Jason Kenney struggled to be that public caring face. It was like sometimes, some days it was professor Kenny when he was really dealing with, you know, COVID projections and numbers and data. And, and he came off cold at times. I feel like there were other areas where he struck a, personally, I feel like he struck a, a balance on some of the measures The the idea that perhaps maybe we, you know, in places where COVID isn't as, as, um, as rampant as other areas that that maybe they don't need restrictions as tight as as other areas of the province. I feel that that there were instances where a balance needed to be struck between really harsh restrictions and allowing people who are vaccinated freedoms. And, and so I feel like there's a bit of a mixed bag. I I feel like when he was elected in 2019, he had an agenda that he wanted to to get through in terms of balancing the province's books, uh, re- Kickstarting starting the economy, encouraging investment in Alberta, making Alberta attractive from a taxation perspective. And a lot of that was blown out of the water by the COVID-19 pandemic. And I don't think he necessarily pivoted as well as the province needed him to.
0: Dave Breckenridge, thanks so much for your time tonight. I appreciate your insight and I look forward to talking to you about what comes next. Um, I appreciate it. I'll let you get back to the hockey game.
1: Thanks for having me, Ben.